0: This morning we begin a, a series based on the life and ministry of the Old Testament prophet, Elijah. He was one of the greatest prophet's spokesmen of the Old Testament. And yet Isaiah did not write a book of the Bible. We don't know much about his uh, early life. You're familiar with the stories about Elijah's encounter with Ahab. But we meet Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 17. Now Elijah the Tishbite of Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab. Elijah was from the village of Tishbe in Gilead which is west of the Sea of Galilee. His name is significant his name is based on the two hebrew names for god El elohim the name of the creator god yahweh jehovah the name of the covenant savior god the name elijah literally means the lord jehovah is my god you remember when uh, jesus was on the cross experienced the agonies of hell and he cried "Eli, Eli, lama Eli is my God, and the people thought he was calling for Elijah the prophet. Elijah was sent to proclaim the word of the Lord to King Ahab. Ahab was one of the kings of the northern kingdom. When Solomon died, his son Rehoboam became king, but Jeroboam led a rebellion and led the ten northern tribes out and established what was known as the Kingdom of Israel, the ten northern tribes. And Jeroboam was uh, described in the Bible as he did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the ten northern tribes, Jeroboam set a golden calf at the southern and northern ends of his kingdom so that the people would not go to Jerusalem, the temple, and perhaps return. And this pattern of idolatry and immorality persisted among God's people in the northern tribes. We get to King Ahab, and he is described a little differently. Ahab is described as doing evil in the sight of the Lord more than all that were before him. He was the worst of the worst. He married Jezebel. He worshipped Baal, the god of the Philistines, and Jezebel's god, Ashereth, a fertility goddess. So, Elijah is sent to King Ahab with a message. It is a stern message. Ahab, uh, Elijah says to Ahab, as the Lord, the God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall never, neither be dew nor rain these years except by my word. The Lord God would send a drought to the kingdom of Israel. And this drought would result in famine and would last until the Lord commanded it to stop. It was. A harsh message that Elijah proclaimed to Ahab in the northern kingdom of Israel was not a popular message. He was battling odds, and yet his message was not simply a message of judgment, but a message of repentance. God was calling His people who had departed from Him to turn to Him and to live. These were the words of the Lord that he sent to Israel through his spokesman, Elijah. Now each one of you also, by virtue as of your call as a child of God, have also been called as a spokesperson for the Lord. You have been given the word of the Lord, not directly as I, Elijah did, but in the scriptures. Just like Elijah, my God is the Lord. He has a special purpose for each one of you. Maybe a call into the public ministry as a pastor or a teacher. Maybe a call to warn your friends in the godless culture, much like the days of Elijah, to bear witness to your friends. It may not always be a popular message, a message that results in success, but it is the word of the Lord. You may be called to bring a child into the arms of Jesus. Like Elijah, you don't know what the Lord has in store for you, but he has called you as a prophet, a spokesman to bring the word of the Lord. And as we consider the life and ministry of Elijah, we'll see how God accomplished this in his life and how he will also accomplish it in your life. This morning, perhaps you could mentally fill your name in to verse one of chapter 17. Now, here you can search your name from wherever you're from, the Lord said to you, and here God is going to reveal how he's going to use you as one of his spokesmen. If you want to follow up on this, I urge you to read the 17th chapter of 1 Kings. So as we consider the life and the ministry of God's the prophet, Elijah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, sometimes we think we live in the worst times. And yet as we study Old Testament history especially, we see how idolatry and immorality infiltrated your chosen people. Yet you called them to repentance, to live and preserved a remnant for yourself. May we rejoice in the power of the word of the Lord as it is given through us. Amen. We'll close now with hymn 770, the first three stanzas.